Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Big day today for Husker baseball, their first official team practice today. And delighted to be joined tonight by Drew Christo, the junior right-handed pitcher for the Cornhuskers. My goodness, where did the time go? You're already a junior. How about that? Does it feel like you're, you've are you been here three years, Drew? Uh, it, it doesn't. I've, it feels like I just got onto campus, and now we're three years in. So it definitely has gone by in a, in a flash. I remember seeing some of your family members two years ago when we were down at Globe Life opening that season up, and it just goes by so fast. You, uh, I, I, think are, I think the coaches are expecting you, and I'm sure you have expectations for yourself to take on a bigger role this year. What, what was fall like and what was getting prepared to, to, to launch this season for you? Yeah, the fall was a really good experience for me, um, building off a, a good summer up in Alaska, baseball-wise. I was able to get up there and get some innings under my belt um, and, and really ride that into the fall where you know, I had some sustained success. And so um, getting ready for the season, you know, after – Coming off break, um, a lot of throwing and, and ramping up before we get back into team practice, which is starting today. So um, everybody on the team's coming in feeling healthy and feeling pretty good. What was Alaska like? I've never been there. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely the, quite the complete opposite of Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. You look around and there's um, there's mountains everywhere. There's nothing flat up there, but it was beautiful. It was about 60 and sunny every day and. Um, the sun didn't go down until about three in the morning. So whatever you wanted to do, you could do it for, for the whole night. Were, were you nervous about being that far away from home or were you excited about that? I was kind of excited about it. Um, the biggest difference was definitely the time change. It's about, you know, three-ish hours yeah. of difference. So, you know, I was waking up when, when my family was well on with their day. So that was kind of unique. <laughs> I bet. You know, last year you had some really... The, the, the Omaha appearance comes to mind for me where you were just so dominant in then. I think it was a four-inning stretch that you had against the Mavericks. How much confidence did you take out of that, that appearance? Yeah, you know, that was really probably my first real taste of, of collegiate, you know, success and dominance. And, um, you know, really that was just came from drawn on a competitive attitude. And that's really the thing that I've trying to been focused on over this past year, this summer and this fall is really reaching into that competitive spirit and, and using that to fuel um, me when I'm on the mound. So you and, and the other arms on this team, you're getting used to Coach Childers now, and the, the new pitching coach. What's that been like? How big of an adjustment has that been for you? Uh, coach Childers has been amazing, I think, not only for myself, but for all the other pitchers on the staff. Um, you could definitely tell day one the wisdom that he brought into the, into the job, um, and he really wasted no time um, implementing that into the pitcher's daily schedule, into our daily routines, um, and I think it's it'll show this season what we've been doing over the last couple of months. When I hear him talk, Drew, I, I hear him talk about, I want competitive guys on the mound. What, what are some things he does to kind of instill that in you guys, to just ramp up that competitiveness out yeah. there on the mound? Yeah, there, I mean, there's competitive settings um, in the pitchers' um, routines daily in practice. When you're throwing bullpens, um, you're going head-to-head -head with another guy, and there's stuff on the line. Uh, when we're throwing in these live settings during practices, um, you know, there's – this, this past week, it was 11 minutes on the, st on the st stepping stairs for, um, at speed 11. So there's always something on the line. And then um, we also did this thing, uh, it's called unification. Basically, the group of pitchers, you know, it was um, some conditioning challenges that we all had to do together that, you know, really instilled a competitive level where, you know, winners were treated a little bit differently. Well, is that okay with you? Do you, yeah. you kind of thrive on that? Yeah, it, it, I do, and I think this team does. And we understand that there is a difference between 
winners and losers, and, and everyone on this team wants to be a winner. And I think that's why um, this team will be special is because we're driven by that will to win. What, what expectations, what goals are you putting in place for yourself for this year? Have you, st have you thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it, and I, I really didn't want to put, um, like, numbers on it or anything like that. I think for me this year, um, if I can accept the role that I'm given, whatever that capacity is, um, and really use my position on the team to, um, you know, bring others along, um, I think whatever that role ends up being, if I can do that to the best of my ability, it'll be good for not only me but for the team. So that's really kind of an overarching goal for me is just to embrace my role and, and bring others along. We talked to Coach Bolt after fall ball was over, and he, your name was mentioned as one of three or four guys that he thinks will be a weekend starter for this team. Is that something that you would, would embrace if that's, the, if that's what the, the decision is? 100%. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I've always wanted to do. Um, that's obviously a, a highly valued position. Um, and so I would be really honored if that was my role on this team. And, and like Coach Bolt probably told you, we have a handful of guys that are capable of that role this year, um, which is exciting. When I, when I saw some of the scrimmages in the fall, Drew, it looked like there's just an awful, awful lot of guys with some pretty good velo yeah. on this team. I mean, used to be if you saw a college pitcher hit 90, it was pretty rare. Now it seems like pretty much all, not everybody on this staff, but a good chunk number of you guys can throw 90 plus. Yeah, and, and you know, that's one thing, but it's, it's another thing that, you know, that the emphasis is on strike throwing and having secondary pitches, yeah. which this pitching staff definitely does have. So um, it, it's an intriguing combination. Well, you certainly have that velo. That fastball of yours is, can be really electric at times. What about your secondary pitches? Where is that? What do you like to throw? Yeah, so um, actually this summer was a, a big step for me in developing um, off-speed pitches. I added um, somewhat of a slider, um, cutter type pitch to my arsenal, and that was probably honestly my best pitch throughout the fall. Um, so that's been something that I've really um, benefited from adding over this summer. Um, and then I also throw a changeup and a curveball as well. So those, that's what I'm, I'm working with for the off-speed. How about the guys you're throwing to? Looks like you know Josh missed some time in the fall with some mm -hmm. injuries. Ben Columbus looks like a pretty good guy that can receive the ball back there. What about what about the catchers for this team? Yeah, Ben and Josh are both exactly what you want out of a catcher. Um, they do their work and they um, they they voice their opinion to the pitchers. They they're getting us back into counts. You know, if we fall behind, and they're encouraging us with their their body language behind the plate, and so. Really, throwing to either one of those guys, um, you're going to have a good time as a pitcher. Um, and, and they don't lose anything when they go to the plate. I think, you know, Ben from the left side and Josh from the right side, they both are some of the better hitters on the team, which is kind of unique for the catching position. You know, usually it's a defensive first position, but both of those guys can really impact the ball with the bat. All right, pitchers' best friends are the people behind them. Helping them out, make them play. Oh, yeah, 100%. Tell, tell Husker Nation, what, what are you seeing from the guys behind you? I mean, Dylan Carey certainly yep. was a plus guy at third base last year. It looks like the plan is to move him to short this year. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing? Yeah, so, I mean, starting with Dylan, I mean, as a freshman, I don't think I've ever seen anybody play a better third base than I have, um, you know, in my lifetime, and he did that as a freshman. So, you know, moving him over to shortstop, um, it's been a really easy transition for him. That was his natural position in high school, um, and, and he's just got range and a strong arm. Caden um, Brumbaugh's guy played a lot at second base for us this fall. He missed um, the year last year with a shoulder injury, but he, he's really crafty middle infielder. He's got really good soft hands, and so he's been making plays up the middle, um, got a lot of range at second base. And then um, another pitcher's best friend is a center fielder. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Riley Silva has been huge for us, on, especially on the defensive front. He's got elite, elite speed. 
Um, and so he made some plays this fall where balls were hitting in the gap um, that definitely shouldn't have, shouldn't have been made. And he stole an out. That would have been an extra base hit. So you, you might be tipping your cap some to him. Yeah, uh, 100%. And so, you know, we're really strong up the middle. And then we've got guys on the corners, you know, returning in the outfield with, with Gabe and, and, and Cole um, and Garrett. It's guys that have known how to play in Haymarket and know the park. And so um, defensively, it's a really strong squad that I feel confident pitching in front of. Good. Visiting with Drew Christo here on Sports Sunday on the Huskers Radio Network. Huskers three weeks out from their opener against the Bader Bears at Globe Life down in Arlington. And today is day one of the full team practices for the Big Red. Drew, this is the second year of the pitch clock in college baseball. Was it an adjustment for you? Did you have any issues with that? Uh, me personally, I never really noticed it. I've always been um, a pitcher who likes to pitch with tempo. Um, and really for this team, um, I don't think it will be an issue for us. That's one of the things that we really preach as a pitching staff is controlling the tempo of the game and being the aggressor on the mound. Since you know we have the ball in our hand, we can kind of dictate that tempo. Um, and... We feel like we're at our best when we're pitching fast and when we're pitching aggressive. And so um, I, I don't see that as being an issue for anybody. I haven't seen it this fall. Um, and I think it actually is something that will work to our advantage when we're able to push that pace onto a hitter. It seemed like everybody made pretty good adjustments to it. I mean, we opened last year in San Diego, and I think I got called four or five times that first weekend, mostly mm -hmm. on their pitchers, not ours. But I think everybody kind of adapted to it. Now, long-time hard-line baseball people, Drew, they don't like it. They think there should not be a clock mm -hmm. in baseball. I kind of think it's really added a positive spin to the sport. Yeah, I, I, I like it. You know, personally, just as a pitcher, like I said, um, you know, it keeps you on your toes and it, it keeps you going. Yeah. Um, and it, it, when, you're in the when you're in the rhythm, uh, the hitter can't really step out as much. And so it kind of benefits us. And, and I think the hitters, you know, they're definitely probably the people that might have the most problem with it. Um, but they, they've adapted and, um, you know, they, there's time rules and everything with the, with the timeouts now. So I'm personally a fan of it. Good. All right. Uh, your dad obviously played football here for the Cornhuskers. Did you have, was there any other option in your household growing up than, than, than to be a Husker? I mean, uh, not for me. For me, I always wanted to be a, a corn husker. You know, that was the dream as a kid. Um, and so it's pretty neat being able to live that, that childhood dream. I bet. I bet. How about the schedule? There's some pretty fun games that are going to be early in the season. Are you excited about this? Yeah, we're really excited. Um, you know, obviously right out of the gate, being able to play, you know, in a ballpark like that, like that's pretty cool. I think we might actually be the first game since the World Series yeah. game on that, on that field. So, I mean, that's super unique. And then going down to Phoenix and playing against a good team in Grand Canyon and then um, over to a really cool place in Charleston. So we start the year off in some really, really cool places and um, we're excited for that. Well, you're one of the, the names that Husker fans are familiar with. There's a lot of new guys that are mm -hmm. going to be taking the mound and taking the ball this spring for the Big Red. You've been working out with them for six months. Is there talent there? What are, you, are people going to be happy with what they see? Yeah, I think people are going to be really happy. It's a really deep roster this year I think I think we have guys you know, um, you know from the hitting lineup perspective I think we're 15 16 deep on guys who can really impact um, the baseball offensively and have a spot um, on defense and then in terms of pitching it, it goes for you know the similar thing can be said we have um, you know upwards I think there's about 20 some arms on the team um, and, and a lot of those guys are actively competing for roles even right now so wow. Nothing's really defined um, in terms of our roles yet just because so many guys have been so competitive throughout the fall and the early pre-session here. Um, and I think that's really what is going to make this team the best it can be is that there's so much competition between positions that, 
you know, if you show up, you're forced to be the best version of yourself because there's a guy right behind you. Um, and so that's something that we, we really like to have. Very good. All right, this is your third time through this. What, what are the next couple of weeks like to get ready for the first game? What, how intense does it get? Mm -hmm. What is it like as a player in this system? Yeah, I mean, this is obviously a big part of the year, you know, because it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, you know, we only got, I think, what is it, three weeks? Yep. Three weeks to the day almost to get ready, you know, for the first game. And this is our first day of, of full-length practice. And so, you know, a lot of this preparation was done before actual team practice. You really had to work over the offseason to put yourself in a good spot. But um, so going into the next couple of weeks, it'll be, you know, in our situation, hopefully we can get outside. That's one of the things that's different about playing in the Midwest. But um, we're super, super lucky. We have amazing facilities here that allow us to, you know, run full infield, outfield drills and, and, and simulate that real life um, game. So doing a lot of scrimmaging and a lot of um, high-intensity game repetitions to get you ready for that first weekend. And you're playing indoors the first weekend. Exactly. So you don't need yeah, to see the sky. Like, feel like home. Yeah, very good. Drew, thanks for, for coming in. Looking forward to watching you. I think it's going to be a fun spring. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Drew Cristo with us here on Sports Night. Woodhouse Auto Family, they are your trusted auto partner. 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com.